welcome to the life you want podcast today i'm just going to talk about something solemn about the protest that has been ongoing in the usa when a police a white police officer actually kneeled on the neck of a black guy and killed him and since then mass protests have swept across the United States, calling out this racial inequality. So I'd like to start this podcast with um, a paragraph by Dr. Jennifer Eberhardt in her book, Biased. Implicit bias is a kind of distorting lens that's a product of both the architecture of our brain and the disparities in our society. We all have ideas about race, even the most open-minded among us. Those ideas have the power to bias our perception, our attention, our memory, and our actions, all despite our conscious awareness or deliberate intentions. Our ideas about race are shaped by the stereotypes to which we are exposed on a daily basis. And one of the strongest stereotypes in American society associates black with criminality. This stereotypic association is so powerful that, that the mere presence of a black face, even one that appears so fleetingly we are unaware of, can cause us to see weapons more quickly or to imagine weapons. And the mere thought of violent crime can lead our eyes away from a white face and towards a black face. And although looking black is not a crime, statistics have shown that judges are more likely to deliver, deliver a black sentence to black. And this has led to racial disparities in everything from school suspensions to corporate leadership. And the disparities themselves then bolster our biasness. So, even with no malice, even with no hatred, the Black Crime Association made its way into the mind of my five-year-old son, into all of our children, into all of us. So... I think it's pretty sad that as the world tries to unite towards fighting a common enemy, that is the coronavirus in this global pandemic, um, this has to happen. But I think it also really does call out things that we need to look at in the world where there are still a lot of um, racial inequality and a lot of racism going on. It's not only towards um, the blacks, but even after the outbreak of the coronavirus, all the Chinese were also um, being victims of such racism. And a Singaporean guy studying overseas in the US even got punched for no reason because he was 
looking like a Chinese. And they actually shouted at him and say, like, stop bringing coronavirus into our country. So I think this really highlights um, all the inequalities that are still ongoing in the world. But of course, now the attention is is towards um the blacks and um, I think coming to terms with all the events of this past week hasn't been easy all the violence all the anger um and people trying to cope trying to demand for justice as millions of people came out to protest and today is um blackout Tuesday where people will stop posting their content so that all the content of anti racism can stand out and also the content of Black Lives Matter can stand out. So Even though the the culprit, the police officer has been charged, but people are still saying that um it's insufficient punishment. Um in terms of companies and corporate, they have all also shown their support and their stand with the black community. Mm, Facebook Mark Zuckerberg has also stated that they promises to address diversity and inclusion in their business together with responding to more solutions of condemnations, condemnations of racism and um, solutions to escalating discord in the country. So I hope that um, this incident, um, although it's painful, do help to bring some attention to what we have swept aside for some time. So, keeping up with this, um, I'm, I feel quite blessed to be in Singapore where we have different races, right? Like, we have the Chinese, we have the Malay, we have the Indians. And I think Singapore has also come a long way in including um all the different ethnic groups together and even when I'm in school we often are educated about the importance of racial harmony. So I actually look up um about how the all these racial harmony policies started in Singapore. So in 1964, there was a series of communal, communal race-based civil disturbance between the Malays and the Chinese in Singapore following its merger with Malaysia in 1963. And it was considered to be the worst and most prolonged in Singapore's post-war history. So, um, all this information are taken from Wikipedia. So, this term is actually used to refer specifically to two riots in 
July 1964 as well as September 1964, in which 454 people suffered severe injuries and 23 people died. Um, people protested in various districts in Singapore and they rioted and this resulted in island-wide curfew being established and um, it also indirectly led to Singapore's expulsion from the Federation of Malaysia and led to the independence of Singapore the following year. After that, um, there was an annual commemoration of Racial Harmony Day on 21st July to mark the day of the July riots. And what happened in the riot of July 1964 was that um, it actually occurred during the procession to celebrate Maulid, the birthday of the Muslim prophet Muhammad. And 25,000 majority Muslim Malay people had gathered at the Padang. And aside from the recital of some prayers and engagement, um, there were speeches made by organizers that instigated the racial tensions. And so during the procession, Clashes then occurred between the Malays and the Chinese, which led to riots spreading to other areas. So, there were actually events that led up to the outbreak of this riot, including um, Utusan Melayu stated aim to fight for religion, race, and its homeland, placing key emphasis on the rights and elevated status of local Malays in Singapore. There were also um, unhappiness with Singapore's government decision to evade the Malays from the Crawford area for redevelopment of the urban spaces. And PM Lee, our Prime Minister, Lee Kuan Yew, actually refused to promise the granting of special light rights for the Malays. And therefore, some of them were not that happy or, or not very satisfied with the government. And they even had carried out leaflets containing rumours of the Chinese in Singapore trying to kill the Malays where it was distributed and published in July 1964. And all this all pointed and helped in fueling the riots. So ever since then, Singapore has implemented a lot of um, laws and policies to govern this racial harmony. After learning from the lessons of this riot, like for example, in our housing, there's a rule to actually have a specific ratio of um, Chinese and other ethnic group like Malays or Indians to ensure that um, there isn't any specific area or town that is um, solely of one race, but that um, we are used to seeing um, people of different ethnicity and different race all in one building 
and there's a sense of uh, mixedness. And even in primary school, as we go to, there is also um, such a ratio being put in place to ensure the racial diversity. And from young, we are also educated on the very importance of racial harmony. We would celebrate by wearing our traditional costume um, and coming together to celebrate together, regardless of our race. Um, the Chinese will be in their their chongsam or tipao, um, and the Indians will be in their saris, um, looking very beautiful. And the Malays also have their own baju kurong. And yeah, everybody just come together in their own traditional outfit to celebrate together. And we even have um, opportunities to actually exchange our, our traditional costumes. So like the Malay will wear the chongsam and the tipao. And then the Chinese will also um, wear the baju kurong or like the Malay will wear the sari. So everybody just um, embrace the different culture and the different um, nationalities of, um, I mean, sorry, not nationalities, the different races and the different culture and the different religious religion that um, each race do follow. And growing up in such a mixed environment, um, it became something that we are used to from young. Yeah, so I think that more can be, a lot more can be done to address the racial inequality overseas as well. If there were more attention and more mm, efforts being put in place, and it's really sad um, to see innocent lives being killed or little young children having to um, speak up for their rights as a human to not be judged or not to be, you know, having to face that kind of racism um, on a daily basis or on a weekly basis where like for no reason they will have to um, get stopped by cops in their cars or um, be a like suspect of a looting case etc so um, even though this black lives matter matter hashtag have and movement has started um many years back i do hope that there is a form of um better actions that can be um, taken so that everybody can just unite and to see that um, us as humans we are all connected in one way or another and to just embrace that fact and be more compassionate and forgiving towards each other rather than having a form of superiority um, where they think that one race is better than the other or to associate certain ways with um, with certain crimes because definitely there may be one or two such people in that whole entire race but you cannot but there's still a lot of innocent people out there so 
yep i hope that um things will get better and that life will all go to a better state for all of them yep and with that um i have ended the sharing today is a pretty solemn post um and it really leaves something to think about or to ponder about. Yep. Um hopefully peace times can come soon to the other part of the world as well. Thank you.